Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationships stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to nocd.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's nocd.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to Bachelor Happy Hour. I'm Joe. And I'm Serena. And we are so blessed and lucky to be here with our good friend, our Reverend Mr. Wells Adams. Uh, also, before Wells, you even say hello, uh, he is the bartender of Bachelor in Paradise. So, at the end of the episode, we'll tease a little bit of what uh, is to come from that. But before we really have to talk about like one of the biggest moments of all time, our wedding. So let's. Uh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, that was horrible. I hate myself. Uh, well, <laughs> oh my god, that really took a turn. Well, so fast. what's up, Wells? I don't know. I just started really rambling out there. I don't know what I was doing. Hi, Wells. I get you so flustered, Joe. You do. You do. Um. How are you guys? It was, it's been it's been like 48 hours since I I've know. seen your beautiful faces. It's been so long. We miss you. Truly oh, struggling. I miss you guys too. Um, I want to start by saying that uh, I mean I said it on my on my Instagram, but it's one of the biggest honors of my life to get to marry you two. Um, it was such an amazingly beautiful ceremony and wedding. The whole weekend was fantastic. The venue was great. Your wedding planners were ridiculously awesome and fun to work with. Your photographer, videographer, so great. But really, aside from the fact that like Joe is the funniest guy uh, on, on that altar, your guys' parents are so funny stinking amazing and cute and i like serena your mom is one of the most beautiful women i've ever seen in my entire life just right off the bat your dad bill is the best him and i took so many pictures at the photo booth oh i saw i saw them i saw and one where you lifted him up or I, he lifted you up i don't know what was I, happening i lifted him up and then his suit jacket started to slip and i almost dropped your your sweet fragile little father and then for everyone out there wondering what Joe's parents are like, let me just tell you, it's exactly what you think they are. <laughs> that was funny. You did say that was the first thing you said to me too. They are. Like you, your dad is 
Okay, first of all, if Sarah ever leaves me, she's going to leave me for Big Joe. He is like, she loves your dad. They were hanging out. They could not stop hanging out the entire weekend. Your mom is the sweetest. Anyways, I just had the most amazing time. Thank you so much for letting me be a part of it. I feel uh, truly honored and blessed to uh, to just have been there, let alone to be the officiant. Yeah, you were, honestly, we talked about it like multiple times, just how wonderful you were and, and how serious you took it. Um, Which honestly was a, a good thing because as you know from the conversations and calls we had, Joe and I weren't taking it probably as seriously as we should have or giving yeah. it as much thought as needed to be given into the entire ceremony and like what should be said and done. So it was so wonderful that you really took the job seriously and we could tell how much thought and effort and time you put into it. And it really showed because it just made the ceremony so much more wonderful than we could have ever imagined. Yeah, for real. I do need to apologize. I did screw up one thing and I felt terrible about it. I forgot to tell everyone to sit down. Oh my God. I forgot. That was funny that. though. That, 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 in my opinion, when that happened, that kicked off like the lightness and the like there was going to be a little humor to yes we didn't want the all. ceremony to feel overly like stuffy or formal and i feel like that was a good like funny mistake that happened because but also like i'm sorry like i didn't know you had to tell people to sit down did you like were you prepared that they weren't going to sit down unless no, you told like I, them? Didn't, I didn't even think about it but then when i when it happened i was like oh yeah i think you're supposed to say like you all may be seated now you know yeah so for people that don't know, like I walked down the aisle, everyone stands up because like the bride's entering. I get to the end, I'm looking at Joe and Wells, so I don't even see it. And then I think we kind of started and then all of a sudden you were like, guys, you can sit down by the way. And I look over and everyone's still standing. Well, yeah, no, everyone started to like sit down. They're like, okay, he's not going to tell us. Uh, we're going to start doing it. And then I was like, oh, yeah, 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 sit, sit down, sit down, sit down. No, so sorry. <laughs> Those Anyways, those are the uh, those are the best moments in my opinion though because and you're you're you do really well at making fun of yourself. I think like that's something we both do. We kind of like make fun of ourselves and you're just like really funny. So right when you did that and then everyone laughed, I was like that that like actually made me feel more calm. Yeah, yeah, because at the end of the day like something's it, it's never going to be perfect, nor did we want it to be perfect. So it's like the first little like thing happened and then it's like okay like it's fine everything's gonna be fine you know what i mean yeah. it like relaxes you a little bit and then you know the second imperfect thing happened when joe kissed me in the middle of the ceremony i know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like what i loved about that moment was so first of all it happened right after vows uh serena you did yours first and i i remember sensing a moment that like after yours i thought that joe was you guys were going to kiss and I was like ready for it. I could tell because it was because yours were really sweet and heartfelt, you know, whereas Joe's kind of like were, were a little yuck, yucky and then <laughs> and then turned into really sweet. And so I was ready for the first time. And then the second time I was thro so thrown away by Joe's joke that I was like completely gone. And then you guys kiss and I was like, no, 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 no. And then to my favorite thing that happened was Joe saying, what am I not supposed to do that? <laughs> like he's never been to a wedding before. <laughs> well, I was standing there and I get it because after you say your vows, like your instinct is to kiss the person that has just said all of these really, really nice things to you, aka yeah. my husband. But so you're kind of like, I don't know what to do now. Like, I just kind of like poured my heart out. I guess I'll just like stand here and wait for you to pour your heart out. And yeah. then Joe went, 
and I literally remember it so clearly him saying he said I love you baby and then he stepped forward and just like came at me and I was just like all right sure I guess we're gonna kiss now like I don't know what's happening were you were you shocked um when I made the Wells joke at the beginning yeah and so I don't even know if I told you this afterwards but uh one like for everyone listening, I, I had like 20 minutes of stand-up material that I thought was gold. And Joe, in one minute of talking, absolutely kills, takes the house down, and blows all of my jokes out of the water, which I love because I think I think and know you're so funny. And like uh I was you told me because you told me you're like, I got a good one, and I was yeah. waiting to experience it. I didn't know it was gonna be right in the beginning of your vows. And it's so funny because I'm going through the nuts and bolts of marrying you guys. And I'm thinking like, okay, so the next thing I got to do is like, I get the rings or whatever it was. And you know, like making sure I, I was ready for like the next thing that I wasn't really, really paying attention to you. Yeah. Like I, and at that point too, I was like, okay, this is now Joe talking to Serena. And like, I can kind of get my thoughts back in order. And if you watch the video, you can see, like, I give you a laugh right when you hit the punchline, and then you see the gears turn in my head yes. like a second later. You, like, like, realize what was said. Yes. It was, oh, <laughs> so good. Yeah, so you literally, you, good. you literally, yeah. You, you, you like, kind of looked at me, you're like, huh? And then you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> you, you know, that was good, because we talked at the welcome party. Us three were talking, and you're like, who's going to go first? And you're like, who's ever going to bring down the house yeah. needs to go second? And I'm like, I think, I think I got this. Yeah, I think yeah. I got and it. I knew about the joke. So if if you don't know what joke we're talking about, it is on Joe's Instagram um, in a reel, so you can go check it out there. Yeah. But basically, it's a joke about where I think he's saying something very sweet to me, and he's actually talking about Wells. But he had asked me in advance, like, "Hey, I'm going to make this joke. Did, yeah. Is this okay?" Like, let me know what you think. And I was like, I think this is hilarious and I think you should definitely do it. But I'm very glad he asked me because I had just really poured my heart out in the vows. And if I'm standing there thinking that he's like saying all this sweet stuff to me and then turns to Wells and is like, just kidding, Serena. I'm not talking about you at all. Yeah. Well, Wells, we asked you to do the vows via text message, which I thought that was going to get a harder laugh when yeah. you said it because I thought it was very funny. I just think... Half 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 my side was like what like what? yeah like what's the big deal? <laughs> That's how you ask people to do stuff. What are you talking about? Because I had texted I for our audience I I texted Wells if he would officiate. I think you wedding. literally said, "Hey, will you yeah. marry us?" Yeah. Um. But now I'm kind of thrown off. What was I talking? Oh, I I wrote that joke that day. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was ready for that right when I did, did you. Up, did you ask me to marry you guys because of that joke? Were you God, like, I did it, no, but no, I hope no, no, no. I hope that wasn't Joe's intention. I have a really funny joke, but I need to see if Wells will be on board for it. <laughs> no. I know we're already married, but I've got an idea. Let's have another wedding. I've got this great joke. I need to find a guy who's got tan skin, who's got curly hair, who's got brown eyes, just like my wife, to have this payoff. <laughs> that would be insane. Be that is something I would potentially, but that's not, that is not what I did. We all love 
the good things in life. But that doesn't mean you want to or can't afford to pay top dollar for every little luxury. Then Serena and I discovered Quince. Quince is our go-to for luxury essentials at affordable prices. They offer a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. So you'll find 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters starting at $50. There are washable silk tops and dresses, 14-karat gold jewelry, and more. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices with premium fabrics and finishes. I don't know about you, Serena, but I love my silk pillowcase. It's literally my favorite new item. They're so nice. I think my favorite has to be the jewelry at Quince. I have the bold wavering and I'm obsessed with it. Give yourself the luxury you deserve with Quince. Go to quince.com slash bachelor for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash bachelor to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash bachelor. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationships stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to nocd.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's nocd.com. Um, okay, so let's talk about, um, so were you, how nervous were you on a scale of, I guess on a scale of one through 10? Yeah, because you didn't, you didn't come across nervous. No, you didn't. Um, yeah, so like I don't have a problem with public speaking really at all. Um, I, I kind of enjoy it, but I, have ne- I had never married anybody before. And so when everyone found out that it was like my first time doing it, everyone does the thing where they're like, are you nervous? Are you nervous? Which is a mean thing to ask somebody because then it makes you nervous. Yeah. But I was like, and I think that they, they want to hear you say like, yes, I am nervous because I think that they're trying to put themselves in your shoes and they would feel that way. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm really not nervous. I'm excited. Um, but also like the way that I get around like nerves and anxiety is that if you feel nerves and anxiety about something, that means it means something to you. And that's a good thing. So just got to turn a bad into a good. And that's really just not nervous energy. It's excitement. Um, but when I, so I, I wasn't nervous at all. And then I walked down the aisle and then Joe walks up still not nervous. And then when Serena started walking down the aisle, I had this flashback to my wedding um, and I remember being up on the altar with Jesse Tyler Ferguson, who married us and and Sarah, 
And I remember looking around and seeing everyone and I was like, oh my God, this is the most important day of my life. Like I had that thought of like, this is a big, this is a big moment. And then up, up there at your wedding, I I was taken back to that moment. And then it all clicked of like, oh my God, this is a, this is a big moment for them. I really can't screw this up. And then I started a little bit of cold sweats. Like, oh no, this is, I really can't screw this up. Like, do not screw this up. Do not screw this up. Um, and then like once we got going, like, you know, for anyone who ever wants to get into public speaking, the easiest way to do a, a relatively good job in public speaking is open with a joke because then it takes like all the anxiety out of the air. And so like opened with like two jokes and we we're like, okay, I'm off and running. The only thing that sucked about it was I did have a long speech. Like, it, you know, it was like 20 minutes before we got, well, it was 18 minutes before we got to vows. I just, I was like, I need some water. I am getting like cotton mouth over here. And yeah. thankfully I told the the wedding planners was like, you need to put some water over by the vow book so I can like sneak some water. Um, but no, I wasn't, I wasn't nervous. I was just nervous that I would ruin your guys's um, big day, but I, I didn't, I don't think I did. No, no you did not. No, you, you made it not. great. I, um, did you do a shot before I did a shot right before? We yeah, I did. Uh, but <laughs> I went over to the bar, which wasn't open yet. And I was like, I need a shot of, uh, of alcohol and they're like no we can't do that and i was like i'm the pastor i demand <laughs> this uh i've never <laughs> married anybody before but if i'm being honest i didn't do a shot because i was nervous i did a shot because i was a little hungover from your rehearsal dinner and welcome party that i was like i need to equal like equalize here a little yeah, bit a little hair of the dog moment yeah <laughs> yeah that makes sense actually did you for your wedding um i think we might we may have talked about this but how late did you stay out the night before your wedding? Far too late. And I told you that at yeah. your rehearsal dinner. I was like, do not stay out. It was my one big regret. Yeah. But yeah, we. the problem with what happened to us is that, we, you know, we we stayed, the wedding party stayed on venue site. Like we got married at this winery. And so when we got done with the rehearsal dinner and the welcome party, we like the my closest people to me, all went back to our house. And so of course it was like, let's open a bottle of wine and like whatever. And then that turned into two bottles, three bottles, you know, whatever. And the worst part about it was, um, it's so dumb, but you can't, you don't have to just sleep in the same room with your, with your to be wife that night. So uh, of course, Sarah gets the master suite and they put me in like this, there, it was a room, it was a tiny little room that connected to the, like the bridesmaids quarters. And so I'm hung over and all I want to do is sleep in and like sleep it off. But everyone has to walk through my room to get to the bridesmaids quarters, which was like starting at like 7 a.m. And everyone would be walking through and chit-chatting. And I remember I couldn't sleep. And I, and I think three times someone threw stuff on the, because I would like put the covers over my head. They threw stuff on the bed, like purses and stuff. And it would like hit me. And I was like, God, damn it, <laughs> this is hor yeah, this is horrible. Oh my God, that yeah. is horrible. And so oh. I remember I, uh, I was really puffy for my wedding because I was a little hungover. And uh, like Joe, you were there. Unfortunately, Serena was six and so she couldn't come to the wedding, but like Sarah had a hard time putting my ring on, on the finger. And I remember for your for your wedding, you were like, I'm puffy. And I was like, yeah. I was there too. Yep. yep. See, that is the worst part um, about welcome parties. 
they are so much fun. They're yeah. they're just it's because it's like the first time everyone's seeing each other and. Yeah, and it's There's open no pressure. Bar. If it's destination, everyone's like, I'm on vacation. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm so relaxed. I don't got anything to do tomorrow other than this wedding. Yeah. And then it's, it's not just, their wedding. They don't care if they're hungover. And then it's just drinking and drinking. And yeah, it's rough. I'm still hurting. Yeah. And the thing is, is I don't know about you, Wells, but I did not sleep in Charleston. I feel like I did not get one very good night's sleep just between like the hurricane and worrying about guests coming in and then worrying about the wedding and then I'm yeah. drinking so I'm not sleeping well because I'm going to bed after a few glasses of whatever. So now I'm just like tired hungover from the wedding of needing like three days of sleep. Yeah, well, Sarah's sick now. I blame your guys' <laughs> wedding. She's over there like, yeah. Uh, and of course, like the um after the welcome party i was like sarah i need i need to go home early because i have a big day tomorrow i'm marrying these people and i do not want to be hung over but sarah was like yeah sure whatever and then of course afterwards like bachelor nation was like let's go to a bar and i was like uh no and she was like come on one drink and i was like fine one drink and then of course we go to this bar with Andrew and Bukowski and Anna and everyone and one drink turns into like three or four and I was like oh, Sarah yeah. are you trying oh, well, to do Anna and Bukowski can drink like anytime <laughs> yeah. we go out with them I'm like struggling to keep up like they will go hard yeah so, so my wife tried to sabotage your wedding with her um with her party acumen <laughs> well and I know we they were Writing we closed down Charleston after the wedding too I was gonna I say heard, what heard happened that. after so we all got back to the hotel from that party bus together. And then Joe mm -hmm. and I were like, we're going to bed. Have a good night, guys. We just went, got married. We want to go hang out. And then you guys went out. But where did you go? I think, yeah, my cousin Gia's like, oh, my God. Sarah and I are like best friends. We rode bikes all throughout Charleston at like 3 a.m. I was like, bikes? Something. What that, do you mean? Did, did that happen? Yeah. So first of all, Sarah did not ride bikes because she cannot ride a bike. Oh. Um, she's the only person I've ever met that doesn't know how to ride a bike. My sister can't ride a bike either. Okay, wow. good. Then she's. But in she's. Yeah, there's they have a friend now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, we wanted to go to a bar. But like the Charleston like closes down at midnight. So yeah. we there were these there. Were, I don't even know if they were like communal bikes. There were just bikes there. So we like hopped on them and we started riding. And Sarah was like on the back of the bike like holding on on onto me and i was a little tipsy and i was like this is not safe like we got like maybe a block and i was like this is not good and so i got i was like get off the bike and then we put it away and then we tried to go find a bar you first of all uh joe has a cousin who i shit you not his name is Spaghetti, which is the most Italian thing. I, I was like, I don't even know if this is like, is this like racist for me to call you this? Like, this seems not acceptable. What's that his real name? It's his nickname. He, I was like, hey, what's your name? I'm Spaghetti. I was like. No, oh, yeah. <laughs> it took me so long well, to like actually remember what his real name is. And the only reason I like have really learned it is because on wedding invitations, we've been using his real name. But like, I don't uh, know anyone other than Gia, his wife, that calls him. Well, so Gia's my cousin. Spaghetti, yeah. Spaghetti married Gia. But Spaghetti and I went to high school together. And he was, uh, he was two years older than me. So I always, you know, I was a, yeah, I was a sophomore. He was a senior. And he was like, yeah, spaghetti, spaghetti's here. Spaghetti. So, oh, yeah, that's how you have How did that start? What? The nickname Spaghetti. He had the nickname Spaghetti, I think, ever since he was a kid. Oh, my God. 
I think he loves spaghetti in this. <laughs> <laughs> Like, so, <laughs> what else would they call somebody that loves spaghetti? Oh, God. His kid name. loves spaghetti so much. Let's call him that. So yeah, so we we tried to go find a bar. We couldn't. We found a pizza place. We walked to this pizza place in Charleston, um, and like it was must have been like right when all the bars let out because Charleston's a college town. And so we're sitting there waiting for our pizza, and like a million kids walk in the door. And so, of course, everyone's like recognizing Sarah and it's like, well, we got to get out of here. So and then Spaghetti and I went across the street. We bought two bottles of wine and some solo cups and we walked back with like three pizzas, two bottles of wine and solo cups. And we sat out in the courtyard, which I don't think you're supposed to drink outside, um, but whatever. And so we're out in the courtyard in front of the hotel and we drank two bottles of wine and ate pizza and talked about like how beautiful your wedding was and why the hell his name is spaghetti and like our aliens real. Like it got real, real, Was it real, just the four cool. of you? Yes. <laughs> oh my That's gosh. That's so funny. Well, uh, so and that my cousin Samantha um, is married to Tony and Tony and spaghetti are, are close when they like go. And when they get really drunk, Tony refers to himself as rigatoni and spaghetti. Oh spaghetti. my god! <laughs> so, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just spaghetti and rigatoni. Everyone gets a pasta <laughs> nickname. We've got penne. We've got fasilli. Oh, Pucatini. Is, oh, <laughs> Your family is so Italian. Um. All right. Before we get into uh, some paradise stuff, I want to ask you. Um. For our knowledge, how uh how long till you guys went on your honeymoon right after your wedding? Not right afterwards. So Sarah was still we were Sarah was still filming Love Island w during the wedding. So she got like that weekend off. Effectively, they were filming in Santa Barbara. Thankfully, so <clears throat> what we ended up doing was after the wedding, we went to Ojai. We stayed there for a night, um, and then we went to Santa Barbara because she had a film for like two or three days, and then we went to we did like a mini moon which we went to this like place in big sur for like two nights and then she had to go back for work i guess and then we waited like i think it was a good like three weeks before we went to like the maldives and did our like true um honeymoon so yeah it wasn't like i remember being like i want to drive away in like an old car with like cans rattling down the street and like <laughs> go straight to the airport but that didn't happen and i assume you guys have to wait a little bit right we're yeah, we're waiting just a week. Yeah, but I was we were like the, we got home yesterday and we were like depressed, like it, it's over so and like depressed. we were just with everyone and now we're back in our apartment in New York. What happened? Um, so I get like how people go straight on their honeymoon because the excitement just doesn't stop; it like keeps going. Yeah, um, and I was saying like it's fine that we have to wait a week. We've got some stuff we've got to do this week anyway, and you know we'll settle in, unpack, do laundry, repack. But like, I'm glad that our honeymoon is like. I would say if you're doing a honeymoon, like within three weeks of your wedding is like nice because it's like, okay, we were so depressed yesterday. You come off of such a high. You've been building towards this weekend for a whole year and then it's over to have at least the honeymoon to look forward to has been nice of yeah. like, okay, it's fine. You know, we're going to, we get to go on a beautiful trip next week together. Yeah. Be yeah. Fun. I'm excited. Well, eat and drink yourself into like just oblivion because- you don't have to take any more pictures. There's no more videos. Like, it doesn't matter what you look like. Go have fun. 
Yeah, I told Serena after this, it's, it's all going down for me now. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> Is that the plan? Did I say, nah, Joe nah. woke up and went for a run this morning. I did. So. I ran five I miles that. this morning. I ran, ran five miles this morning. I feel good. Did you keep um, your heart rate under 160? No. I didn't wear the heart okay. rate monitor. I figure my, I figure right now heart rate is not something I can control. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot, lot that's got to get flushed out of the system first. <laughs> yeah. Um. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy last year by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationships stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to nocd.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's nocd.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. It's all you with lightweight construction and technology that smooths, shapes, and supports. These silhouettes are designed to conform to your curves for a natural-looking fit. Experience unlined perfection with the Invisible Lift Demi Bra, a style that moves with you and is nearly undetectable under clothing or comfortably reduce your bust line by up to one inch with the invisible lift minimizer bra unbelievable and unforgettable there's more to explore when it comes to body by victoria i've been wearing a few pieces from the body by victoria collection and i can honestly say they are all super comfortable and fit very well underneath clothing i love wearing them available in cups a through g and bands 30 to 44 that's 43 sizes in 22 styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Wells, uh, what is, um, how was Paradise? It was great. It was, we Paradised real hard, real fast. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's, I'll tell you what was weird, Joe and Serena. Um, there were no crabs this year. Oh, that Which is weird. What? Very, very weird. Because so the way it works in paradise, the crabs don't live on the beach. They live in the mountain, uh, the mountainside. When it rains, the crabs, their little houses get filled with water. So they come out. And that's why like, you know, there's always a rose ceremony or something that there's like a big storm. And then all of a sudden there's the crabs are everywhere. But it never rained really while we were there which we are so thankful for because you guys remember there would be like a rose ceremony. We had to shut down. Then we couldn't start until like five in the morning. It's just yeah. like a really long night. We were grateful for that, but I was, it was a very weird thing of like, the, like the unofficial mascot of paradise are, are these crabs and they were nowhere to be found. And it was funny because obviously the cast is somewhat, uh, you know, 
aware and knowledgeable of this crab problem that we have when we film. And they were like, are you guys making this up? Like there's, there's no, there's no crab. There's no crabs here. That's crazy. Like there were crabs literally everywhere, like in the shower, in the bathroom, in the sink. Like I can't imagine being there and not seeing any crabs. Like they were literally, we had a lot of rain our season too, but they were literally everywhere. Yeah. I mean, I've been there twice and there was always a ton of crabs. that, That actually brings me back to when we took our, were you expecting us to call you up for a shot? Oh yeah. Well, cause we had talked before, um, when we talked about like what you guys wanted, you know, the original thought was we were going to do it on the altar, like take a shot together, which I'm glad we didn't do that. Same. I would not have wanted to do that. (laughs) Um, But that, so, so you were like, I think we've got something else planned. So I, I had a, I assumed something was coming. What I didn't plan on was how big the shot was going to be. Oh my God. It was so big. Was I was like so intimidated by it. <laughs> I just had so much, so, like I was just on such an, an adrenaline rush just from speaking and like the whole thing. And I was like, it's just finally over. Let's just, I did, it could have been a whole bottle. I would have drank the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> just like, let's go. Um. <laughs> no, I went to the table to grab the shots. and I'm kind of like looking for them because I'm like, I just see these three glasses of water here. And I'm like, oh mm-hmm. no, these mm-hmm. are the shots that we'll be doing. Yeah. And we did shots the next day too. Whew. Um, anything you can tease about paradise before we let you go? Well, I will say this, um, you know, I think, you know, the mission statement is that people end up like you, right? Like they get engaged and they get married and all that kind of stuff. And I will say that there is someone who gets married this year, which is a kind of, a a new thing, uh, for paradise. Um, there is a lot of tears. There's a lot of uh, crying. There's a lot of pooping. There's a lot of not pooping. That one's new too for Paradise. Um, but no, it's a it's a really good season. It's really really funny. Um, I think, and I also think that like we're airing later in the year, and I think people like want the show back. And it'll be really interesting to see how it works because we're we're coming on after golden bachelor. So like people are going to be watching like these, these old people make out and then have to watch like, uh, then bunch of young people sweating on the beach. So it'd be interesting to see like how bachelor nation takes it all. But I think it's going to be a really good, uh, season. I think everyone's going to really like it. And then, you know, people that I, I know are fan favorites and are very popular in bachelor nation, are going to be very pleased because um, they have like really good storylines. I think people are going to be really pleased with like how things uh, shake out, which is nice. Nice. Do you think, Wells, do you think you um, will be asked by anyone else in Bachelor Nation to marry them? I don't know. Uh, Would you do it? Hell yeah. I had the most fun. But But also, it is a big responsibility, though. It is a lot. Like, even like seeing like everything that you wrote and you had to do, it's a lot. Like, it's not just like because I remember when we asked you, I was like, man, this this is also a kind of a pain in the ass. No, I mean, here's the thing like, if if it was a Bachelor Nation couple that I didn't really know, I might be like, I think that like Jesse should do this and not me, you know? Yeah. Um, But like, for me, it was really wonderful because it was this full circle moment. Like 
obviously, Joe, you and I've done a couple shows together. Um, and then I got to see your guys's relationship, uh, you know, a couple years ago in paradise. And I was there on the last day, which I'm not usually there on the last day, but your season was the season that I was hosting there at the end. Um, so I kind of had to be there. I remember I had to like film the out and everything, the outro. Um, and so I have these pictures of us on that day and of you guys. And so be getting there to getting to be there to marry you guys was like this really wonderful full circle moment for me. Um, so I like, yes, it is a pain in the ass, but it was like a labor of love. Like I, I loved it. And I'm so like happy that I got to do it. And like, now I, I want to be like, does anyone in Bachelor Nation need, need me to marry them? Uh, I won't be free like I was for Joe and Serena, but like, let's go. Maybe yeah. this is like a new job for me. I was going to say, you have a new side hustle. <laughs> Reverend Wells, hire yeah. him. Oh, great. <laughs> so much fun. Well, Wells, uh, we won't take up any more of your time. Honestly, we just thank you so much. We had so much fun. You truly, like, I feel like you made our wedding even greater than it was going to be. And I'm glad you felt like it was a full circle moment because that's really how we felt as well and was one of the main reasons that we wanted you to marry us. So yeah, thank you so much. When you said said yes, Serena cried. And Serena has cried a lot lately. And one thing she told me when we met in paradise, she doesn't cry. I am not a sad (laughs) crier or a stressed, angry crier, but Mm -hmm. I am... A wedding crier, apparently, is what we've learned because I've done a lot of wedding crying, but a happy wedding crier. You're a pretty crier. Thank you. You are a pretty crier. That is important. I'm I'm so annoyed because I've never gotten Joe to cry. And like that's what one of my things that like I feel like I'm good at is getting people to cry at the bar. And I never got him to cry at the bar. And then I thought, finally, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this wedding. And I'm gonna get him to cry, and I still didn't do it. So I know I oh. almost, I almost, I almost got emotional. I almost got emotional on the on the first look. And the truth is, if we didn't do a first look, and we would have waited for that moment to be the altar, I probably, I probably would have teared up. Really? But like, yeah. But I also had to listen to my dad the whole time, like. If you cry, I'm walking out. Like, <laughs> so. yeah, we can't have that. We can't have that. So. Um, I, I, the last story about your dad is the funniest thing in the world. So at the rehearsal dinner, uh, I was like, I love speech. I love listening to people's speeches, love judging people's speeches, uh, which by the way, uh, your sister and your brother gave completely different types of speeches at the, at the ceremony but they were the best speeches I've heard in a very long time. They were so good. But at the rehearsal dinner, that's usually when everyone speaks. Like everyone gets a shot at like saying whatever they want to say. And your dad comes over and I go, Big Joe, are you going to speak? And he goes, I'm not going to speak. That's for sissies. (laughs) What? (laughs) And he goes, but did did your father speak? And I was like, yeah, and whoever was next to me, like Jimmy or Joe, there's a million Joes at this whole thing, or Joanne's, they were like, my dad spoke too. He was like, oh no, do I got to speak now? I'm not prepared. And I was like, yes, we're going to get some off the wall speech from your dad. And it didn't happen, but you know, maybe, maybe at uh, your brother's wedding. 
Yeah, he, maybe he will. He was fun though. He was he was a good time. He was a good time. He was the yeah. best. Um, but yeah, yeah. He uh, well, that's it. We have we have stories. <laughs> Everyone leaving that wedding had going, a like, story of Joe's parents, yeah. or specifically Joe's dad, that they yeah. will hold for the rest of their lives. He's just such a character. So much fun. Uh, Wells, thank you so much. We really appreciate you um, and everything you did for us. Um, and yeah, all our listeners, uh, make sure to check out Wells and the rest of the Bachelor in Paradise cast because the new season is premiering September 28th. Uh, we can't wait. That is uh, an episode of Bachelor Happy Hour to all our listeners. Thank you so much. Um, make sure to subscribe. And yeah, we love you guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Continue to subscribe, tuning in every week for more exclusive interviews. Wells, thank you again, and we will see you soon. Bye. Thank you, guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. This show is partnering with No CD to raise awareness about relationship OCD. OCD is more than what you see on TV and in the movies. Imagine having unwanted thoughts about your relationships stuck in your head all day, no matter how hard you try to make them go away. That's relationship OCD. It comes with unrelenting, intrusive images, thoughts, and urges about your partner or loved one. Breaking the OCD cycle takes effective treatment. Go to nocd.com to get evidence-based treatment. That's nocd.com. Discover new technology and endless comfort with Victoria's Secret's number one collection, Body by Victoria. With over 3,500 five-star reviews, see what all the hype is about when it comes to their best-selling styles. Their latest innovation features lightweight construction that provides support where you need it without an ounce of padding. I've been wearing their demi bra literally every day this week. It is so comfortable and looks great underneath all different styles of clothing. It's available in cups A through G and bands 30 to 44. That's 43 sizes in 22 different styles. Shop now at your nearest Victoria's Secret store and online at victoriasecret.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.